Our Regenerate 2.0 campaign is an opportunity for members of First Baptist Athens to support the revisioning of the physical facilities of FBC Athens. Today's podcast provides us with some insight from persons who were known as members of the cradle roll, those who were born into First Baptist Athens and are still here today. We are asking them to share some of their thoughts on persons and events at First Baptist Athens that were influential in their faith life journey, as well as why they support the Regenerate 2.0 campaign. Today, I'm talking with Jim Hubert. Jim, it's so good to talk with you today, and I'd like to ask you who in your faith journey at First Baptist Athens played a significant part in your growth and how? Well, I, I think it, it's hard to pick one person out of, because it's a conglomerate thing. You get hit from me a lot of different ways, different times, and, and it just hits you different. Mm-hmm. But the conglomeration of all of them makes you who you are and what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so happy that I have been a, a part of this, uh, this church for so many years and have seen so much go on, mostly good, some slightly not so good, but it's it's great. All of it's great. Is there any particular thing that stands out in your mind? Well, one thing that does stand out in my mind is no matter how many small things have been changed, as we change uh, personnel and as the attendees change is it always has had the same goal and has been working toward the same end Mm -hmm. and we all want to be with our maker at some point in time Mm -hmm. and I think that's an important point that you made that while we may not have always agreed uh, in some of the uh, processes we went through to get to some of the decisions we made one of the things that I would say, and I, and I think you would agree, is that um, people worked to get to that end goal, exactly what you said. And instead of saying, I won't be here anymore, I will evolve to wherever we're going to be. And, it, and we get there collectively. It doesn't mean that we are all yes people, but it does mean that we listen to each other and we discern how we will get to where God is trying to get us to be. So I think thank you for sharing that perspective, that part of it with me, because I think that is a true testament to some of this church. Any other thoughts you have on that? Uh, I think that covered that part of it. There's some more that I'll mention as we go along. Okay, all but, right. Uh, well, what in your past at FBC do you uh, see um, some of our faithful past, maybe an activity or an event, and, and how would you say this can inspire us all to be excited about the future? Well, the fact that this church has gone from such a small church to the, a church the size it has, it hadn't done it by itself. Mm-hmm. And the people who come in already. They seem to be ready to dig in and help and do whatever's necessary to make sure that God's work is 
provided to all the members. Having been here in 1938, um, you've seen a few building campaigns, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. So are, are there any things you might want to share about past uh, opportunities in this church when we have seized the moment when perhaps it was a leap of faith? That's right. Uh, the, uh, there's so many times that you, that you kind of take a shot at it. You want, you want what you're thinking to come to fruition and to help the church and do the things that you want the church to be. But, uh, you have to sometimes bend a little and go along with the flow and, you have to realize that we've got a lot of members and you're not the only one that has an idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, from your experiences, how would you think uh, or would you characterize a way of coming to terms with that, uh, of, of perhaps the decision that ultimately is decision made uh, actually maybe not being exactly what you would have thought was best? Uh, but you say for the good of the church, for the good of our moving towards what God would have us do, um, I can go in that direction. Well, I think that's part and parcel of it. You have to be a willing to change because a church is not going to live as long as this one has without some changes being made. Mm-hmm. And you change in the people that come, the changes in the physical plan itself, changes to get into the church and out of it on time every Sunday. And it, 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 it just makes a, makes a lot of difference when, you, when things go smoothly and you have somebody at the helm that will help you to get it through. Mm-hmm. Um, is there... Any other item you would share with us about your experiences here at the church? Uh, the fact that we've got such a large membership, I think, works to our advantage because we get people when they when you get one on one or maybe just in a in a small group, you you learn how they feel about the things that you are interested in. And you hope that things are going to work out where everybody is happy and you can please everybody, but it's not possible all the time. And I would think perhaps you would also say that when our eyes are focused on what God is asking us to do, then that's how we're able to move beyond what our individual perspective may be more towards that collective perspective. That's right, and it's as is the case on almost everything, we have to put our faith in God. And we have to think that he's going to make sure that we do things not in a disastrous way, but maybe not in the way that everybody would like, but it comes out real good in the end. Mm -hmm. It takes more than one kind to to make a church. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. It's a... It's its own community, and it takes all parts of that community to be successful. What else would you share with the group? Well, the uh, I, I love, uh, now I say it all the time. I started not to say it now, but I will. 
I, I always like the little phrase that says, please be patient. God is not finished with me yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I may not make all the right decisions, but I'm in hopes that I will make a decision that won't be a disaster and will help the overall church mm-hmm. to get where it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um. As far as our Regenerate 2.0 campaign, what would you share with other church members about how you feel about uh, supporting the church in its growth and its planning for the future? Well, I think I'm no different from anybody else. Every time there's a some large project that you're working on as a church, not everybody's going to think it's the right thing to do. And there there are some cases where you just have to put your faith in the Lord and he will help us. He's helped us all these years. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get where we are by being a a group that goes out in all different directions. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful that we have the people here that we do have. Mm -hmm. And and through, through my years in this church, I'm so happy that I have been able to feel comfortable going to any member of this church and say, what do you think of that? Mm -hmm. What do you think we ought to do? And because there are always people that know a little bit better than you do. Mm -hmm. And it sure does help to be on the right side. Mm -hmm. And anything else you'd like to share today, Jim? Uh, I'd just like to do a pat on the back for over the, over the years that I've been a member here, we have picked the right people to do the right job mm-hmm. and people who you n- would never think would make a big difference mm-hmm. often make the difference. Mm-hmm. And as we're planning for the future, we look to where we've come from and in some of your perspectives about the people who came before us who made plans, and the people who are here today who are making plans. And that's part of what our Regenerate 2.0 campaign is about, is looking towards the future, even if we may not know exactly where it may take us. Thank you so much, Jim.